the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me to kick off this week, especially on such a historic night. We are on uh, arraignment eve, indictment watch, and as we're about to go live, I look up and I see Chris Christie doing a town hall at CNN. And the big question being asked of, of Chris Christie right now is, when you were hospitalized, what does it say about Donald Trump when you were hospitalized from COVID? And he asked you whether or not you were going to tell people that Christie got it from Trump. Really? That's the burning question on the minds of the CNN town hall people there tonight. Doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about the state of this nation tonight? We got that so much to to break it down for you guys tonight in terms of this indictment. Because I've been looking to see, to get kind of inside of and get some information for you guys you might not be hearing from anywhere else. And particularly where you're not going to hear this, t- these tidbits of truth from other Republican candidates. Maybe later on tonight you will. Larry Elder, the sage of South Central, national TV and radio host, candidate for president in 2024 will be here later on in the show and i will ask larry about why he's not going to miami tomorrow and what are his thoughts are on the indictment he's actually here in san diego tonight speaking at the republican party monthly meeting so we're going to talk to him we are going to have a little palate cleanse tonight in the middle of talking about the trump indictment we've got to talk about another aspect of the deep state and that is the cdc the nih and the niaid and what they've tried to do to us with the exploitation of covid dr naomi Wolf will be here, author of the book, The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. And she will be here to talk about Pfizer's depopulation agenda that she has identified in their documents. So much to get to tonight. But of course, we want to hear from you. If you want to be a part of the show, give us a call, 888 1170 888-344-1170. You can email me at andreakshow.com. I almost hate to give that out because of the skanks and the People have been emailing me today. Say what? Did I say that out loud? I didn't mean to. Uh, the doctor show uh, episode of the Dr. Phil show that I did aired today. Uh, unbeknownst to me, they should have warned me. And so we're going to talk about that. Might as well talk about that later on since it was all over Facebook today and the airwaves and my emails have been blown up. But anyway, if you want to be a part of the show, email me at andreakshow.com. All right. And don't forget our po- our podcast is available for you as well. Before I go any further, if you're watching on Facebook Live and we are streaming on Facebook Live, I don't know if you can see the desk here that's loaded up with all kinds of of documentation and information brought to you and me by the one and only DJ Potato Skins. 
Always here on a Monday, although I always look forward to my favorite day of the week, which is Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Usually Monday is my favorite day of the week, and it's not today, and I'll tell you why. Because tomorrow's not going to be a great day for this country. I don't really know what's going to happen. Trump has an arraignment tomorrow. I believe it's at 3 p.m. Miami time. That's East Coast time. They don't know right now whether or not there's going to be 5,000 people or 50,000 people that are going to be there. We know that Salem Media, our very own Mike Gallagher, is going to be there. They're doing a show from there, Salem Radio Network. We're going to have our reporters on the ground there. We also know that President Trump is going to be giving a speech at 515 uh, Pacific time. So um, we are going to be um, recording that, playing some clips from that. Tomorrow is an absolutely monumental day in American history. There has never been a sitting or former president of the United States who's ever faced felony charges. In fact, I'm not aware of any anybody at a cabinet level, really, that's faced felony charges. If you're aware, let me know. Has there been a secretary of state who's faced felony charges like this? There should have been one. So tomorrow's going to be a historic day. Let's get into a little bit in the weeds. Um, I, I, if you're not, if you're listening to the talking heads and they're not quoting Julie Kelly, you don't know what's going on with this case. Julie Kelly is the Journalist, the authority in terms of every criminal case related to Jan Six, related to these Trump, uh, these Trump, whether it's Alvin Bragg or what's going on, she watched and paid attention and read every document related to um, to the Mar-a-Lago raid, uh, everything. So, uh, you know, uh, there's all kinds of legal people out there today, including Bill Barr, saying a bunch of crap and nonsense. I actually spent yeah, all day, oh, pretty much over the entire weekend, as well as today, going through Julie Kelly's timeline on Twitter, calling out, and I've got stacks here of really critical information you need to know about what's happening uh, with this indictment. And I will be getting that to you throughout tonight's show. Uh, I, I was torn on how to start But I'm going to start with a quote from Trump who said, if we don't win this election, our country is finished. Because let me tell you, before I get into any of the weeds of what Julie Kelly has reported, as she has gotten inside the documents in the case here, and she will tell you that it's actually the previous case. Well, I'll get into that in a moment. Ultimately, here's let me let me set the stage by telling you this. The most important thing that this is about is controlling the outcome of the elections. That's what this is about. And if we don't understand that, if Ron DeSantis and the Republican Party don't understand that, then going forward, we're never going to have a legitimate election ever again. If we if we do. We and and the people involved at every level, and I'm tired of hearing these so-called conservatives and the DeSantis people blaming Trump for this. If you're blaming Trump for this in any way, calling him stupid, for example, there's all these pictures out there of there's pictures of a ballroom in Mar-a-Lago where there's all these boxes. And I've actually seen so-called conservatives out there today and saying, well, it's his fault. Look how reckless he is. Do you know people like I know that are at Mar-a-Lago every weekend? Do you know that that ballroom is used every day and there's never been those documents stacked up in that ballroom? You're actually believing that the, the crap that's being put out by not just the legacy media, but the DeSantis campaign. You need to start getting paying attention to where you're getting your truth. If you're with me tonight, I appreciate it. And I'm going to share with you facts related to the case and where you should not be listening is Bill Barr. And I think we should start there with a little clippy poo from him. 
if even half of it is true, then he's toast. I mean, it's a it's a pretty it's a very detailed indictment, uh, and it's very very damning. And this idea of presenting Trump as a victim here, a victim of a witch hunt, uh, is ridiculous. Yes, he's been a victim in the past. Yes, his uh, adversaries have obsessively pursued him with phony claims. And I've, and I've been at his side defending against them when he is a victim. But this is much different. He's not a victim here. He was totally wrong uh, that he had the right to have those documents. Those documents are among the most sensitive secrets that the country has. He, they have to be in the custody of the archivist. He had no right Not true. to maintain them and ret- Not retain true. them. Not and true. he kept them uh, in a way uh, at Mar-a-Lago that anyone who really cares about national security, would, Not their true. stomach would churn at Not it. true. And by the way, Bill Barr, are you aware that according to the national, uh, the Bright, as Breitbart reported today, Oh, no, let me actually quote before I get into that, because we're running out of time for this segment before we got to go to uh, before we got to go to Na- uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf. This from Mark Levin, who's an actual constitutional expert and former chief of staff for AG Attorney General Edwin Meese. Hey, Bill Barr, did you ever read classified information when you were driven back and forth from DOJ in your house? That's a violation of the Espionage Act. When your papers were boxed up at the end of both tenures as AG, did you provide guidance to your staff on what could be removed? Was it in writing? Did you remove unclassified government? documents when you departed, including letters on AG stationery? Did you keep a list of what you removed? You're appearing on TV more than Michael Avenatti did because of your hate for Trump, but nobody grills you. You know who gave him a grilling today? Steve Bannon. And I'm loving what he had to say because Trump has, has, has declared that he will assign a special prosecutor to handle matters if he gets back into the White House. And it needs to include Bill Barr, who obstructed justice who covered up the crimes of Hunter Biden, who covered up the crimes of Joe Biden and never called out. It did the phony Durham investigation who could have held people. You could have prosecuted people who committed crimes, attorney general, and you didn't. Here's what Stephen Bannon said today about him. Clip three. And we can prove they had the information from the laptop from hell and Rudy Giuliani's 100 page, 100 page report. They had all the information. You don't need another thing. Rudy Giuliani, Costello, Costello being his old wingman as a U.S. attorney. They could have gone to a grand jury with what they had. And you could have gotten indictments against the Biden crime family in when this Praetorian Guard selected him in February 2020. Rudy and Bob Costello could have gone to a, a grand jury and brought indictments, criminal indictments. That's where the forget this Trump stuff. That's all nonsense. We're going to get to the heart of the matter. And Bill Barr, you can sit up there and say it's a great case. We're going to shove this. OK, we're going <laughs> to shove it up. You're, you're, you are freaking guilty of treason. Big old, you're guilty of treason and raised guilty of treason. You had this information and we can prove you had it. That's right. Bill Barr was a bad choice by Trump. Don't listen to anything this man has to say. And Julie Kelly had another great point about these so-called legal experts. She says the job of a legal expert is to poke holes in a government indictment, especially the most politically charged indictment in U.S. history, not say, whoa, if what Jack Smith says is true. And these analysts don't even note the sleight of hand classified markings. What she's referring to there is um, if you notice under the subpoenas, they ask for all documents with classified markings. That doesn't necessarily mean that the documents had not been declassified. Let me just tell you this. Isn't it interesting? Julie Kelly was the only one to note that the DOJ actually decided 
January 20th, 2021 was the date uh, that the DOJ list as when Trump allegedly retained docs, not May 2022 when the subpoena was issued or June 22. Uh, this it proves that the raid was always about stealing crossified hurricane spying evidence, which was declassified on January 19, 2021. In other words, just like the phone call that Trump had with Ukraine triggered the impeachment of Ukraine because he was getting too close to what was going on with Joe Biden. What was this? What was this? The timing this week. I know it's a lot of dots to connect. Hopefully you've been paying attention. Last week, they had to get this indictment out there. Why? Because it was the same day in which the Joe Biden 1023 form, the whistleblower. And by the way, Chuck Grassley says he has audio tape of Joe Biden uh, on audio tape committing this five million dollar bribery scheme that was documented in the 1023 on the same day last week they had to get this indictment out on on donald trump why because they had to they had to distract you and cover up from what was really going on with joe biden and that joe biden uh Bribery scheme had to do with Ukraine and Burisma, on which Hunter Biden was a board member. What was the Ukrainian impeachment about? Trying to stop Donald Trump from getting close to what was going on with Ukraine. That's what 100% of this is about. We've got a lot more details to get into with you tonight, but we're going to take a break. We're going to shift gears. We're going to do a little palate cleanse because I want to continue to remind you guys of the evil that is taking place with the scientific portion of our deep state. And Dr. Naomi Wolf will be with us next. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I know that this is an historic time in America. Tomorrow is the uh, Trump arraignment, and we are going to continue to be discussing the this grave, serious issue of the deep state, the police state, the administrative state, seeking to control our elections with a weaponized FBI and DOJ. Larry Elder, candidate for president, will be with us a little bit later on the show. But there's another aspect of the deep state that also is in coordination to control the message, you control minds, then you can control the outcome of elections. And it's through the scientific community, through the CDC, the NIH, and the NIAID. It's been a while, but Dr. Naomi Wolf is back with us. As you know, she and her team were really the ones that dug through the Pfizer documents. Just to refresh your memory, Pfizer wanted 75 years before they released the truth about their clot shots and their... um, evil poison that they were injecting they started getting released it was dr naomi wolf's team that delved into them she is the author of the book the bodies of others the new authoritarians covid19 and the war against the human she's also founder and ceo of dailyclout.io which i really need you to start following them on twitter if you're not already she is on tonight because she has uncovered Pfizer's depopulation agenda as evidenced by its own documents. And yes, you heard me correctly. Hi, Naomi Wolf. Welcome back. Hey, Andrea Kay. It's good to talk to you again. Thanks. I wish that I didn't have you on for you to just break open to everybody <laughs> the evil agenda that's taking place. Um First of, first of all, before we get into the depopulation agenda, I saw some other reports and things that you had done, and there's just not enough time to get into it to, to every detail, but there was something called a Report 73 uh, mm-hmm. that, was it a Report 73? 
um, it, it was about Pfizer of a 90-day period starting in the Report 72. That uh, over a 90 day period starting in December 1, 2022, this was in the UK, um, their rollout of the experimental mRNA uh, death was listed as relevant outcome for 96 individuals. 15 patients were under 12, including six infants. Mm-hmm. Uh, 76% were female, 24% were male, greater than three to one female in ratio, uh, 18 multiple organ dysfunction. Uh, they the the depths of their lies to us about the safety and the efficacy of these shots cannot be underestimated, can it? No, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, you've you know identified one of our now seventy four reports, and um, just to kind of remind your wonderful audience, uh, this is um, indeed you know these are tens of thousands of documents that Pfizer wanted and the FDA wanted to keep hidden for 75 years. And they're being dug through by 3,500 doctors and scientists and nurses and biostatisticians and medical fraud investigators and um, lab clinicians and biological scientists, uh, experts in science and medicine who are volunteering their time in six teams in order to bring the truth to America. And yeah, you've identified um, one of the reports that shows, as many do, that there were deaths. Um, Many of the deaths, there were 1,225 deaths in just three months. Mm. Many of the deaths were within 48 hours of the injection. But (gasps) oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smoking, smoking guns, uh, you know, galore. Um, But also, you know, some of the headlines are that you know, as we discussed last time, neurological events by the tens of thousands, uh, clotting events, you know, blood issues, uh, strokes, Alzheimer's, dementias, um, epilepsies, brain, uh, you know, tremors. Um, one of the largest uh, numbers of side effects is actually joint pain, arthritis. Mm. Um, the second is myalgia. Uh, but many, many more serious things. For instance, Pfizer knew by May of uh, 2021 that 35 minors had sustained heart damage within a week after being injected with the vaccine, but they didn't tell the parents of America. In fact, there was a big push that summer to get teenagers and young adults vaccinated, and it wasn't until four months later, after millions of healthy young adults and teenagers were vaccinated, that the FDA admitted in a press release that there was an elevated risk of myocarditis. I could go on and on, but I think um, what's critical is for your audience to know, and this really has developed since the last time I was on your show, that the focus in the Pfizer documents is on stopping human reproduction. And that's why the article I think you're referring to talks about the depopulation agenda that is in the Pfizer documents. And I'm not exaggerating. This is a respiratory pathogen, as everyone, you know, should remember. The Pfizer documents are not focused on people's lungs or their mucous membranes. They're focused on um, three, like intensely on every single aspect of human reproduction to destroy it. Everything from Pfizer knew that the lipid nanoparticles, which are an industrial fat covered in polyethylene glycol, which is a petroleum byproduct accumulated in women's ovaries. First shot, you have some. 
second shot more, third shot more. Our volunteers have found no mechanism whereby these fats leave the ovaries or leave your body. Um, Pfizer knew that the lipid nanoparticles traverse every membrane in the human body. Uh, they accumulate in the brain, causing personality changes in the spleen, the adrenals, the liver. Um, but if you're a woman, they also, and you're pregnant, they also traverse the the amniotic uh, sac mm. and the placenta. Ugh. So now, tragically, Andrea, I've been interviewing independent midwives and uh, fetal maternal medicine specialists who are all seeing the same things now, compromised placentas of vaccinated women with networks of um, calcifications, stopping oxygen and nutrients from getting to the baby, and also placentas that are too small, they can't grow. So the babies are being delivered early. Well, this is in the Pfizer documents. There's a section where they acknowledge that babies are going to be born prematurely or two babies died in utero. And in the Pfizer documents, it says that the cause of their death is transplacental exposure. They, that's their words. They knew that babies were being killed wow. by the material through the placenta. I was just going to say, we're talking to Dr. Naomi Wolf, author of the book, The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19 and the War Against the Human. This is literally a war against humans. They're targeting the reproductive systems. And one of your reports, I think that 72 report talked about all the increases of herpes infections. I had heard that, that HIV was part of what was in the shot. Is that part of it here? I mean, what, you know, because, and I guess I'm thinking HIV is sexually transmitted. I don't know if that has anything to do with targeting the reproductive systems. I guess I'm just blown away and I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I mean, I can't help you with that. Because <laughs> it is, you know, Andrea, Andrea, what you said is true. And it's, it's taken me months and months. And all of us are, like, there was a retreat with the volunteers and the first day we were together, everyone was crying because of what what's in these documents. It is a war against humanity. I'm Jewish. My grandmother lost nine brothers and sisters in the Holocaust. I don't say this lightly. This is worse than the Holocaust because they knew that, you know, this is just three months, right? Now scale that up to the, what, billion, two billion people around the world, mm-hmm. three billion injected. Um they knew they were maiming people, killing people, and sterilizing people at at that scale. Um, you you know, excuse me for interrupting. You mentioned, I'm, I'm reading here as part of your article, there's a section of the Pfizer documents in which Pfizer breaks down the adverse events and concludes that women sustain 72% of them. And I, one of the reasons why in 16% are quote-unquote reproductive disorders, typically when we're hearing about adverse events, we're hearing about men, um, you know, young soccer players and, and athletes. We're not hearing so much. Nobody's reporting on the adverse effects of women. And right. why do you think that is? Do you think... I think it's that because women aren't dropping dead from because it, it with men it's more of a myocarditis blood clot situation with women it's just going to be basically their fertility just destroyed and it's not the same as a sudden death i mean that's a great question honestly if people read the pfizer documents book uh which is available on amazon um or read the reports which are free on our site dailycloud.io what they'll see is a war against women so i think um Women are not being foregrounded because people just don't know what's in the Pfizer documents. But again and again, Andrea, it's 
three to one, four to one, all the way to eight to one women versus men suffering these adverse events. And it's, it's also literally a war against women's fertility. Um, I mentioned the compromised placentas. There's a section in the Pfizer documents that shows that 80% of the fetuses uh, were aborted, um, miscarried. Mm. Yes. Now we're seeing, predictably, 13 to 20% drops in live births, and we're, there are a million missing babies in Western Europe. And by the way, these injections absolutely are targeting North America first with 36,000 adverse events, second, Western Europe. Um, with the next largest tranche and all the rest of the world combined, only 7,000 adverse events. There, you can tamper with the, um, the ingredients or even the temperature uh, and, and raise or lower the um, injuriousness or the fatal nature of the injections. Oh, so that's, that's like I've, Joseph Mangala. That is Joseph Mangala stuff. That's what's going on here. You're absolutely right. I mean, when you talked about, you know, why why are people not aware of what's happening to women? There's a section where Pfizer is has like charts showing how they ruined women's menstrual cycles, and with a, 20 different horrible things to do to women menstrually. Everything from bleeding every single day of your life, if you can imagine that, to two periods a month, to no periods a month, meaning no babies. There's a group in France called Uemonsique, where's my menstrual cycle, um, to 10-year-old girls bleeding when they first get the injection, and 80-year-old women, long menopausal, bleeding, and horrible hemorrhages, agonizing cramps. And they've just got tens of thousands of women in each category, and it's this Mengele-type, dispassionate science about ruining women. And Ed Dowd has talked about um, the disability levels as well as the, you know, extra deaths. Um, in, that that uh, insurance companies are finding in America. Well, if you know if you're that menstrually ruined, that's a disability. You mm-hmm. can't you can't work. You can't be a parent. You can't be a soldier or a teacher or a scientist or whatever. If you're you know uh, like doubled over in agony or passing tissue, I mean, what they've done to women is is just unbelievable and that's just one example well there's lots of bit and there's lots of benefits for the marxist for the communist in crippling the reproductive efforts of of women particularly western civilization right um it's certainly a great way to weaken a nation uh to justify i mean you know bill gates has been on record actually you can hear him literally say that vaccines are a great way to cut down on population so this is just this is part of their the it sounds too horrific to be true i actually have been watching this uh miniseries on netflix not netflix hulu called a small light and it's the story of meat geese hiding the frank family and i've literally had nightmares all weekend wow. naomi from this because it's just to think that this I, I i'm still struggling to i know it was real i know what happened but to, but it's like how did we, the world let this happen you know, I, I just don't even understand. And, and here we are again, having, you know, humanity being attacked and destroyed and people turning their heads the other way, people denying that it's happening because it's it, it's too evil to want to believe that it's existing. But we cannot turn our heads away. No, indeed. And I mean, I'm the daughter of immigrants. I believe in illegal immigration, but you know, I my original reporting found that these injections are being manufactured now by the Chinese Communist Party in a partnership with BioNTech. They've opened manufacturing plants in Western Europe. 
two in the United States. So our our existential enemies are creating and distributing this material. It is a bioweapon. So look what happens. You get rid of who's being mandated, our soldiers, our sailors, our special forces, right? Our first responders, our doctors, our healthcare workers, um, the next generation in college. Now our borders are open and uh, there are people who are used to living in tyrannical regimes flowing over the border. It's it's war. You know, you get rid of this population, you disable them, you make them sterile. And then you just kind of reconfigure the United States um, with people who don't have a memory of a free society. Absolutely not. Uh, it's it's chilling. Everybody, you need to get her book. It's The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. And follow uh, Daily Clout on Twitter. That's where I, I follow you. Or go to dailyclout.io. God bless you. Thank you for being here tonight. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, Got to take a break. Stay with us. We've got more coming up. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. The Sage of South Central is about to be on the show tonight. I'm super excited. Of course, you know that means I'm talking about Larry Elder, famous conservative radio and TV host, former gubernatorial candidate here for the state of California against Gavin Mussolini in the recall, now Republican candidate for the presidency in 2024. He's actually in town tonight to speak to the San Diego Republican Party at the monthly meeting. And so I'm, I'm honored that he's uh, been willing to sneak away for a few moments and be on the show tonight. Hey, Larry Elder, welcome. Welcome back to the show. Andrea, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. And thank you for not calling me the black face of white supremacy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny. We might as well start there because isn't that what the left does? Like, remember the white Hispanic, George George Zimmerman? The other day, yeah, I saw, um, do you remember a couple weeks ago, nobody's talking about it anymore already. There was this this guy who drove a U-Haul out into the White House grounds, right? Right, White House bush with carrying a Nazi flag. Oh, immediately it must be a trump supporter right come to find out dudes dudes arab literally on the chiron the lower third under cnn it said the man was arab but he had a white personality or a white heart or something <laughs> you can't you can't make it up no so about that guy that the bernie sanders supporter that shot up that baseball game that that injured steve scalise yeah i mean you can't you just can't make it up Andrew. how about the guy uh, on the subway uh, he administered the chokehold to that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned out the guy that uh, died was black, and the guy that administered the chokehold was white. All of a sudden, big national scandal. Three weeks earlier, I want to know if you knew about this, Andrea. Three weeks earlier, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there was a, a black homeless man who went up to a white guy, shot him in the back of the head, went up to another white guy in another location, shot him in the back of the head, admitted he did it because they were white. One day story, I think the New York Post wrote something about it outside of that. No national real coverage. Imagine if some white homeless mm-hmm. guy walked up and shot two black guys behind the head like that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. We'd we'd still be hearing about it right now. Al Sharpton would still be all over everywhere, wouldn't he? And Benjamin Crump, by the way. Um, right. Yeah. Um, all right. This I got it. I don't know how much time I've got with you. So I got to put you through like a lightning round, Larry Elder. But I know okay. with all your okay. years in radio, you can handle it. Uh, tomorrow morning is a historical day in this country. Uh, first president of the United States, a former indictment on federal charges. Your thoughts on this Trump indictment? 
Well, I'm not saying the charges are not serious. If 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 what is alleged is true, they're they're serious charges. But so were the charges against Hillary Clinton when she clearly violated the Espionage Act. And at the end of that long presentation, James Comey says she lacked the intent. Intent is not a requirement of the Espionage Act. Uh, she had an unsecured server in her basement on which she sent and received classified information, lied about it, uh, and then destroyed 30,000 emails that were under subpoena, and nothing happened to her. Uh, and then, of course, we've got this. Uh, Joe Biden has documents all over the place, including documents he took out of a skiff when he was in the Senate. He doesn't have the ability to declassify those documents. Uh, nothing's going to happen to him. Uh, the, the 51 so-called intel agencies that agents that claim that the Hunter Biden laptop story was was um, Russian disinformation. Where's the investigation on that? Mm-hmm. So the double standard just slaps you in the face. And Hillary uh, and the DNC paid for the Steele dossier. Uh, the FEC fined them, uh, but they didn't uh, press c- criminal charges. Uh, Donald Trump described the payment to Stormy Daniels also as a legal expense, the way Hillary and the DNC did, and now he's facing state criminal charges. The double standard thing is what just enrages me and what is enraging so many Republicans. Well, yeah, particularly since, you know, this is one of the things that Trump ran on back in 2016 when when people were chanting, lock her up. It wasn't just specific to Hillary Clinton. It was about the fact that we had a two-tier system of justice. And it's and, and unfortunately, it actually grew and was made worse under the Trump administration because right. I don't think he realized right. when he went there uh, that he was facing a uniparty system that, no, uh, no, we, yeah. So what would no, you no, do? He, 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 didn't, he didn't realize it. And, and right. uh, consider this. I believe, uh, Andrea, they're going to find the killer or killers of Ron and Nicole before the Hunter Biden laptop. <laughs> Top story investigation has been concluded. Which, what do you think will happen first? What's the overrunner? Look, first? my money's on OJ finding the real killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Bill Barr though needs well, to. Well, needs what, to what, I, what I would do, uh, to, what I would do to answer your question is, yeah. when I get into the Oval Office, I will seriously consider pardoning uh, Donald Trump for these uh, for these allegations. It's it's again, it's not that it's not serious. It's that there's a double standard. Hillary Clinton, the majority of. Likely voters, 64% likely voters, Andrea, said that Hillary Clinton violated the Espionage Act and nothing happened. Four out of ten said she did it intentionally. And James Comey says, oh, well, she didn't have the intent. As I said earlier, intent is not even a factor regarding the part of the Espionage Act that she allegedly broke. Well, and there's a new poll out today, CBS poll, 76% are concerned that the charges are politically motivated. So, you know, this, this, this is so far backfiring on them. But, you know, the reason why this has grown, ultimately, my opinion is the FBI and the DOJ are acting as not uh, uh, operatives. This isn't just about Trump. This is about controlling uh, our elections by persecuting and prosecuting those that share disbelief. That includes Trump, but also 75 million of his, of his voters, his supporters. As we can see that it's not just about Trump because we've had American citizens no. thrown into a gulag. And so and, it, and if they manage to get Trump out of the way, they're just going to be coming for the rest of you guys. I'm looking for somebody who's willing to say to me, look, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to I'm going to dismantle the FBI. I'm going to be pink slip everybody I can find from the FBI and the DOJ and leave some empty seats because the American None. people, because otherwise we, we have no elections. It's not just about control, controlling the outcome of elections by persecuting and persecuting the opposition, but also covering up the crimes. This indictment came down last week, the same day that the Joe Biden bribery scheme was being documented. So I want to know, what are your plans to do with the deep state FBI and DOJ? This is my listeners wanting to know, as well as bringing to justice the Biden crime family. Well, I'm going to clean house. And uh, one of the big problems is we've got all these uh, government workers that have secret service protections, civil service protection. Uh, I don't believe there ought to be federal government unions either. Uh, FDR didn't believe there ought to be uh, 
federal government unions. Uh, and Jack Kennedy signs an executive order that allows them to have these unions. Well, if you can sign an executive order to allow them, you can, have an, you can sign an executive order to unallow them. This is just absolutely, and we know from uh, Elon Musk purchasing Twitter, uh, that the FBI was colluding with these uh, uh, big media platforms to suppress information, to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, to suppress any dissent regarding uh, COVID, regarding all the people that uh, had rational objections to mandates for vaccines and mandates for, for face masks. All that information was suppressed. So you're right. It's not just about Donald Trump. It's not just about politics. It's also about having a rational debate over whether or not we should have had these lockdowns. With lockdowns as well as the shots, I just had Dr. Naomi Campbell on my show. She's had a team of 3,500 people. Not Wolf, Naomi Campbell. I think that was a hot stepper back in the day in the 90s. One of my favorites. I know. Yes, that was my favorite supermodel. That was my slip showing. Yeah. Anyway. I was going to say, when did, when, did, when did she go to medical school? <laughs> Google her if you're not familiar with Naomi Campbell. Superstar. Yeah. Anyway, um, Dr. Naomi Wolf, whose team of 3,500 been delving into these Pfizer documents, and she's bold enough to say that in, 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 that all these deaths, the myocarditis, the clots, all of it is really ultimately about a depopulation agenda. But what, whether or not you believe that, these shots are killing people. What would be a Larry right. Elder administration in terms of dealing with the CDC and the FDA and the NIH and the NIAID? Well, first of all, WHO is controlled by China. We ought to yeah. stop funding them altogether all uh, and uh, put somebody in the in the. You know, why do we have all these agencies in the first place? What's the point? What, what, is, what, is, their, what is their goal? Why, why do we have them all? I don't understand. Uh, all I know is that uh, Dr. Fauci gave advice after advice after advice. Wrong, 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 wrong. Uh, he retired with this, with this huge pension. Uh, and uh, we had all these lockdowns and all these adverse consequences from, from homicides to domestic violence uh, to people having uh, learning loss in math and in, and in reading for a whole year. The inner city was already behind. 85% of black eighth graders nationwide, Andrea, could not do math or read uh, at grade level. And they lost a whole year of learning because of these lockdowns. It is outrageous. Right. Um, getting through the lightning round here. So it's Pride Month right now. The White House put their trans flag at the center uh, this weekend, desecrating our flag, in my opinion. To me, it's clear uh, that the LBGT trans movement is the Trojan horse to destroy us. California has a new bill that would make it child abuse if a parent does not go along with the transitioning of their child. I, do, I think this is not a states' rights issue. I'm looking for a president and Congress to actually stop this. Your thoughts on this LBGTQ? movement well again uh this is the kind of stuff that uh the left is doing to destabilize this country i don't know about a federal thing though i think it ought to be a, a state by state by state kind of thing uh and every state's going to handle this some this differently just as the issue of abortion i don't believe there should be a statewide bill to ban abortion anymore a federal bill to ban abortion any more than there should be a federal bill to allow abortion i think these are things that should be done on a state-by-state basis um Continuing on our lightning round, I probably, as we were giggling mm-hmm. at the open, probably should have asked you then. Okay, New York City about this. New York City now is joining in California on uh, the need for reparations, Larry Elder. <laughs> Re- reparations, Andrea, is the extraction of money from people who are never slave owners to be given to people who are never slaves. The whole thing is outrageous. And guess who's silent on this issue? Barack Obama. His mm. entire career, he opposed reparations. Now he ought to use some of his stature to talk about how idiotic this thing is, how it's pitting Americans against Americans. It is 
offensive to me. All right, last question. There are a lot of people saying, why are you in the race? Why, why is anybody in the race? Trump is up 30 points. DeSantis shouldn't even be in the race. Really, the Republican Party should be coalescing around the guy in the lead, regardless of, if not regardless, in, in particular because of the assaults on him. Right. Why, right. why should you or anybody else be running against Trump? Well, well, well not too surprisingly, Andrea, I disagree. Uh, if I thought <laughs> Donald Trump was both nominatable and electable, you and I would not be having this conversation. I feel there are so many swing voters, particularly female swing voters in the suburbs, who would not vote for the man if he walked on water. In fact, if he did, they'd say he can't swim. Now, I don't have no idea what to do about Trump derangement syndrome. Maybe at some point they'll develop a vaccine. But until then, we have a problem, and that problem is called electability. I think that we need somebody with his policies, America First policies, on the borders, on energy independence, or on judges, on supporting school choice, which we definitely need in the inner city, but is also going to be electable. My fear is a rematch between Donald Trump and Joe Biden will get us the same results uh, in November 2024 as we had in November 2020. If I felt otherwise, I would not be in this race. Well, some people are thinking you might be in it because you want to be in the VP slot, and I don't necessarily, wouldn't necessarily think that's a bad idea. Actually, last question quickly. Um, RFK Jr., interesting that he's thrown his hat in the ring. Uh, what, a, what a throwback and a reminder of what the Democrat Party used to be about. Um, he's far more conservative than most of the Republican Party, uh, which is one of the reasons why the Dems don't want him on a debate stage. How should he change the way you or anybody should run their race? Well, frankly, Andrea, if Joe Biden can fog up a mirror, he will be the nominee. And if he can't do it, it'll be Kamala Harris. Uh, they cannot get rid of Kamala Harris because the most loyal part of the Democratic base are, are, are blacks. The first primary is in South Carolina, where 60 percent of the voters are black. And most of those are female. And they love, love, love them some Kamala Harris. The only way you get rid of her is for another strong black female. And that would have to be either Oprah or um, Michelle. Michelle Obama, neither, neither of whom wants the job. So they are stuck with them. Speaking of stuck, I need to get on that. All right. We're going to let you go. Well, thank you so much for being here, Larry. Tell everybody quickly how they can find your campaign. Uh, Elderforpresident.com. Elderforpresident.com. I need 40,000 individual donations. One dollar could be as little as one dollar. Get me up there on that debate stage. 40,000 individual donations. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Uh, your thoughts on Larry Elder's answers, uh, Skins? I like most of what he had to say. Uh, I just I, I keep hearing people, that, and I wish they would just say, you know, double standard with Trump. It doesn't matter. He is a former president of the United States. He should not be on a on a trial for a felony. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, when I hear, um, well, you know, I don't even remember I did such a lightning round, but, you know, um, innocent until proven guilty or the double standard thing. Trump did nothing wrong here. Actually, the Hillary Clinton thing isn't really analogous because... She was never president. She wasn't president. He had a right to declassify anything that he wanted. Let me read something to you from here from Mike Davis, who... Um, is an attorney from the Article 2 Project, worked for Chuck Grassley. Somebody said, what does declassification have to do with whether or not an ex-president can keep national defense documents that the government has demanded from him? His response, because those are his presidential records. He received them as a president. He's allowed to have them under the Presidential Records Act classified for not. Or not, Congress can amend the Presidential Records Act if it doesn't want former presidents to have their presidential records. Trump is innocent. 
Hillary Clinton was not. We're going to continue to discuss that and more next hour. Don't go away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.